the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, if you are tuned in at the close of our last hour, we were attacked by a horn. Serenaded. We were attacked not by the horns of a cow, but by the horns of a car. And we apparently somebody was, was trying to get out of the car, and it, it touched off the security system. And... Uh, so that's that's uh, that everything else has happened on this show. We haven't had any streakers. That's uh, that's one time we don't have a camera. You know they can't they can't make a statement if they run by <laughs> without a camera. But that's about the only thing that uh, hasn't happened during this show, Jeff. You have had groupies. You have a groupie. Oh, we have we have we have groupies. Yes, uh, but that's fine. They're they're orderly. Yes. Uh, they don't they don't bring their cars. No. And. <laughs> And disrupt the show. Oh, well. We're at the State Farmer's Market, and everything is beautiful. It is the one of the most uh, fun places to visit. It reminds me in some ways of the, the State Fair because of uh, many of the food and the fragrances, for instance. I've told, I've told many a manager at the State Farmer's Market that there should be a Ferris wheel or something out here. Uh, or a roller coaster or something. You hear that, some Monica? Other, some other attractions. I know. We... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the commissioner might have one. I wish he would put a tobacco barn out here. It has that nice fragrance like he has. I love that. That's my favorite area of the state fairgrounds is, is the commissioner's area down there, uh, the village of yesteryear. I just love that. Uh, there's always a bluegrass band down there playing. At that church, there are people singing. Yeah, and our, our and friend tobacco barn. Our, our friend Billy Jurgen does a tobacco auction. I have n- I have never seen Billy do an auction. He is so good. Yeah, he? I would. He's got a birthday coming up next week, so happy birthday, W W Jurgen, as I call him. He's the official. Uh, he's the official auctioneer. I don't know. You got J C Knowles too. Who's the official auctioneer for the Chitlin Club? Uh, that would be J C. Okay. And I hope you'll call us because. One of the people at the Rotary Club yesterday said, we love to hear J.C. Knowles. And I know. J.C. had a, a little bit of a, a medical uh, procedure, and I hope you'll call today because we miss him. Absolutely. And by the way, you know, another thing I enjoy out there is the tobacco stringing. Now, that that's quite different from Burley. And, of course, old Gerald here, now he now, can Gerald, tell you all tell about it. tell us about tobacco stringing. Yeah. Yeah, let's reminisce about I've the good tried, old days. i not strung. <clears throat> Well, I come along right at the end of the hand stringing. Uh, most of my memories, we had already moved to a, what they call a tobacco looper, yeah. where it was like a yeah. fancy long sewing machine that you ran it through and it actually stitched it itself up there. But I remember seeing them when I was probably five or six years old. Had to have somebody hand it, had to have somebody tie it, and it was remarkable how some people 
most of the time women how quickly they could do it. Uh, and my mother used to always lament when we switched over to the looper about how it was faster, but it didn't do as good a job. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> well, that, that contest they have out there is just phenomenal to, to watch. Now, Burley is a lot different. You cut it in the field, let it stay about a week, and uh, then take it in and hang it up. We don't go through all the flu cure business you have to here, but it always I, I would always come home from Carolina, and we would be grading tobacco at Thanksgiving time. And my grandmother would tie a knot, and it, she thought that because they were so pretty, they'd bring more money. Well, I, we never told her about what happens when they moved that basket in there and dumped it in. Right. <laughs> you couldn't see <laughs> all that. Yeah. She, she would have, uh, have had a fit after all that pretty work she did. Well, there's a new uh, phenomenon's not the right word, but here in our part of North Carolina now, there are a number of farmers that are going uh, cigar wrappers. What's that? Cigar wrapping tobacco. Oh, yeah. Uh, And it's done similar to Burley in that you cut the whole stalk and have to hang it up, and it's uh, well on into the fall before. Yeah. Uh, But I've got a cousin that's, I think, got an acre. Uh, of it this year because there's a lot of I mean thing you got to cut every stalk it's, it's a lot more labor intensive than the old flu cured but they they pay rather smartly for the well leaves. Uh, for my sake uh, good luck to him because I do love my stogie you don't uh, wrap your own cigars I saw that down in Tampa one time the little uh, the village there that's very tedious that is really something to watch those uh, folks that wrap tobacco yeah. It's not like the ones that you ever saw the the Lucy episode where they were in Cuba and she she got into some shenanigans in a tobacco shop and she was sitting over there trying to yeah. disguise herself and she was wrapping cigars and she I think she had she had one that was made for the Three Stooges. Yeah. That, uh, it was I remember that it one. was a, it was really big. So uh, yeah, that it, it's very it's art. So science and art involved in in cigar making 919-860-9783 steve is in garner steve good morning around wptf we lost steve let's go to sherry from raleigh hey sherry hey how are y'all we couldn't be much better this morning yeah feels great we listen to y'all all all the time do i have two questions uh yes ma'am uh, one of them is about my knockout roses. I have probably about five or six out in my front yard, and they're a pretty good size. And I'd say they're probably about three years old. And I would like to cut them back and transplant them. Is, is this a good time to do that? I'd, I'd wait till they go dormant would be a better time. So after a frost? Yeah, after you've had several frosts and, and maybe even a couple freezes. If you do that, <clears throat> you don't want to cut them back hard now and then have that come up on the new foliage so but you okay. can cut the knockouts ever, ever how much you want to cut back they'll come right back out like okay. nobody's business if i want but to I, take them to, are, are you looking to, to relocate the plants if i was going to relocate them i probably would wait till uh first early february or any time okay. in february that way they'll be completely dormant. You can cut them back hard as you want to. You can relocate them. And as soon as you see the first leaves come out, you'll want to fertilize them really well. Okay. Thank you. All right. And my second question is about um, I have two Florida sunshine plants that are in the front pots on my front porch. 
is it okay to um, leave them in that pot and let them winter over, or would they live here? I think they will. When you say Florida sunshine, are, are, are you talking about that, that's a type of Elysium? I don't know which plant you're referring to. Well, I know to. it's an evergreen. It's some type of um, – I bought these at a uh, – Anise? Uh, I mean, uh, yes, what, yes, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Anise? Yes, that, yeah. that they should overwinter here. One, one thing to keep in mind, uh, anything in a container, the soil and root ball gets much colder than when it's planted in the ground. Okay. So you may look to want to do something like if we have any of these nights where it's in the low 20s or even in the teens, you might want to do something to wrap the old quilt or something around the container. Uh. And well, water it prior to that because wet soil holds more moisture, I mean, more heat in it than dry soil does. Yeah. Okay. I have a pretty one about about six feet tall, and it, it winters over very well, but as Gerald says, it is in the ground. And it just stays beautiful the whole time. I love the plant. Yeah, I know. I do too, and I love the way it smells. But so it's not, is it a good time? Like, if I wanted to put those in the ground right now, is it okay to do that? Yes. Right now. Yes, most certainly. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so if they're in an insulated pot, um, these are in nice insulated pots, and they're on a covered front porch. So do yes. you think they would, would I have to I, wrap I, them? Or do, I, I would. I wouldn't want to take a chance if indeed we were having some really cold, like 21 or 2 or anything in the 10s. I just might as a safety precaution just for those nights. I'm not saying you've got to leave them wrapped all the time. And I certainly would water them because that soil being wet is, is surprising how much that helps to protect protect the root ball. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's very helpful. Have you got time for one more question? Yes, yes ma'am. Ma sure. Okay. I have... I think I think how you pronounce it is a is it a lustrum? I, I don't I think it's a real bright green bush. I think it's spelled L I S T R U M. We got that at Phil Campbell's also. A lustrum. It's a big yeah big bush. It gets about I read on the tag and this has been here a couple of years. It gets like three foot wide. And like six foot tall, and it looks like it's about that big already to me. I just would like to trim it back. L not ligustrum, is it? Ligustrum? Yes, that's what it is. Yes. Okay. Yes, you can cut those back anytime. They, they, okay. now, I mean, I would I wouldn't cut them back in the dead of winter, but I mean okay. now would be a, a, a prime time to do that. And they are extremely hardy and grow right back out very quickly. Okay. Well, great. Y'all made my day. I'm excited. I got some work to do now. All right. It's a nice day to do it. Yeah, it is. We live down here in Nelson Cox's stomping ground. I don't, can't believe we have a Raleigh address. Yeah, well, those addresses, I mean, you just never know. Some people just don't, don't know where they live anymore because <laughs> uh, you can uh, think you live in Clayton and you got a Garner address and things yep. like that. So, that's the way yeah, it so. is. All right. Well, so, Y'all have a great day. As long as you live near Nelson. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, thank you. Let's go to, I don't know if Dan is at the flower show area. Probably he is this morning. Dan Danforth is, uh, Danford is with us uh, this morning uh, from the flower show area. And we're going to be, out, or at least I'm going to be out there uh, a couple of days next week. I look forward to that, Dan. Tell us, uh, good morning to you, and, and tell us about the flower show area this year. Well, good morning. How are you guys? 
We are we couldn't be better. It's a beautiful day, isn't it, Dan? Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, excited. Hey, Mike, uh, congratulations. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. I'm sure you've heard it a bunch of times, but again, congratulations. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, still, nice to, it's still nice to hear, no matter what. <laughs> so thank you. So, I appreciate that, Dan. Yeah, I'm excited about having you guys out here for the uh, first two days of the, the fair, which opens up on Thursday. So I'm out here in the garden diligently trying to get ready. And believe it or not, today we um, um, opened up where we're accepting entries now for some of the competition. Um, you know, like hanging baskets and containers and terrariums and house plants. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're going crazy here trying to get ready for Thursday. Well, I, I always, uh, I, that's one of the first places I go after I grab a hot dog or something. I'll, I'll, I like going to the flower show area and looking, giving it a good inspection, and then, uh, you know, walk. It, it's, it's the most uh, secluded part of the fairgrounds, especially during the fair. And if you want to relax a little bit, there are benches here and there and you can walk around and uh, it's kind of like being in a different different place so that's a, you, one of the many reasons I like the flower show area and, and beyond well we put a lot of work into just you know doing the planter beds and the containers and then of course the gardeners um, you know working on their competition gardens which there's 27 of those um, this year um, so it's really exciting, you know, watching everybody diligently getting ready and trying to meet the deadlines and all that. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, you, what you were saying, this area here, it's the one place in the fairgrounds where you can let your kids actually kind of run around. You can let go of their hand and feel comfortable that they're okay out here. Right. So. Uh, you can see you can see the area, and it's not far from Smoky Bear, so they're well protected. Right next to Village of Yesteryear, too. That's right. So, That's well, they got that ice cream machine down there now. Don't forget that. With the yeah, old the click, John, click, click. Yeah. Hit, John or Deere hit, miss. hit or miss. Yeah. So yeah. Hello, Dan. Hey, hello. Um, That's uh, brother. Yeah. That's brother Rufus. We got Gerald Adams here this morning too. Well, Rufus, how are you? And I hope you're able to come out too with Mike Thursday. Oh, right. most definitely. And, Coming um, out there as soon as I get back from Rocky Mount. And I'm excited, too, because um, one of our big sponsors, Campbell Road Nursery, uh, Phil Campbell is going to be out with you guys also those two days. Fab oh, good. Fabulous. Fabulous. I know it'll be me. Uh, Rufus Rufus has a speaking engagement uh, in, in Rocky Mount, as he said. So I don't, I don't, he won't be with us at the same time. I, I know he will make his way out. Uh, to the fairgrounds, but uh, we'll be out there from noon until one on Thursday and noon until one on Friday. And I, I hope the weather is uh, going to be exactly like this. It, yes, it, you know the weather weather is just absolutely beautiful, and some of these plants they just really, really thrive on some of these cool nights. Um, so yeah, everything's really starting to shape up here. And then of course, you know we have entertainment also down here. Um, uh, it's called Captain Bronze, and uh, it's this fella. He has it's called a carillon, which is one of the largest musical instruments. And it's a trailer, and it has a bunch of bronze bells 
different bronze bells on it, and he plays music using those bells. So, I thought you were going to have Rufus there singing. <laughs> well, no. Rufus, I'm a little disappointed now. I mean, no offense to the guy, but I thought Rufus was going to sing. He could sing with oh, the bells. He can sing with the bells. Yeah, you know the story about me singing my way out of the governor's office. I don't want to repeat that again. No, that was was, uh, barbecue. Uh, Barbecue (laughs) and and that. Are you sure they didn't throw you out? They might have. No, nobody threw him out. (laughs) Just voted him out. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, we're, uh, like I I said, we're really excited about this year's uh, garden show. Um, You know, everything's really shaping up, and you know, I'm I'm really happy with the fact that we're able to, because you know when Ian came through, and it's you know we had we definitely had some damage down here in the garden, so it took us Ian took four and a half days for us to prepare for and then clean up afterwards down here. Big, I've still got a tree down in in the backyard, and I, I it's hard. I, the the tree cutters are all busy. I guess uh, I'm having yeah. trouble finding a tree cutter. Yeah, we, we, you know, we did have some loss here, and, and one of the unfortunate things was um, we had, we have out here two really beautiful umbrella pines, you know, those Japanese umbrella pines, and it's really sad, but we lost one of them to Hurricane Ian. Oh, wow. Gosh, there's and such that, pretty plants out there. So, I guess, uh, I don't know, if it, how, I think Tony Avon had a lot, and Irv Evans, had a lot to do with uh, the makeup of that area over the last uh, couple of decades. Yep, least. yep. Tony, in fact, Tony's the one that I believe he's the one that planted the two umbrella pines we have out here. Well, now one. Um, and then I actually believe I started out here with Irv Evans. So I worked. That's right. Irv. You did. Yeah, I worked with Irv several years, and then um, you know as things went along. I worked uh, with Bridget Cesar when she was superintendent. And then after Bridget left, I took over. So, but yeah, yeah, we're excited. I mean, we got the big red chair, all kinds of photo ops. The, uh, the mum tree, which is about 10 feet tall. Um, just, you know, lots of great stuff out here to see for everybody. Very good. Dan, always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. Uh, sometime, uh, if, you, if you have a little while, you can come join us as a panelist on the show. Oh, well, uh, hopefully I get to chat with you guys next Thursday. <laughs> well, it, it, won't, it won't be the same. Uh, we'll just be doing reports out there. We won't be doing the whole show. But, okay. um, uh, you know, come on the show sometime if you have time. Mike, I would love to. Um, listen, you well, at, least, it, at least by phone, you know, that'd be fine. He's on phone now. (laughs) Well, I mean, answer some questions. Yep. So, listen, um, you guys have a good day. Thanks for having me on, and I look forward to seeing everybody out here at the Garden Show. All right. Take care, Dan. Thanks, guys. Nice talking to you. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Yes, sir. All right. 919-860-9783. I was going to take a call from... Steve, but Steve, Steve is Shut here. Up. That's because I was on hold for forty minutes. You weren't on and hold I, for yes, forty I was, minutes. Yes, I was. I was on hold for forty minutes. Well, and I got what tired. Is, what and I can said, I do about it? I said, "Hey, I'm going to come up here personally." <laughs> All right. Well, uh, say say your piece. Okay, I brought you some chocolate uh, chocolate chip bread pudding with orange infusion. 
There's knives and forks in there, so uh, you guys can share it. You would have been on just before the top of the hour if it hadn't been for that car horn. Well, I you blame yeah, it on I the horn. Well, I, I heard it too. Uh, <laughs> who, who didn't? I do have a question though. My yeah. tomato plant is just hanging full. I well, mean, what kind of tomato? The plant little orange ones I yeah. brought you. Yeah, yeah um, a lot of, a lot of I, the smaller ones. You were, you were talking about frost. Yeah. Do I need to cover those tonight? I don't, I, is there a chance frost warning for tonight? No, no, that's no, what that's, I heard you guys no, 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 say. No, no, that's up in the mouth. He was talking Avery, Avery oh, in Ash County. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, so we don't okay. have a frost. But, yes, when we start having the Wake County ones, cover them. Because okay. frost on It probably won't be too long. Frost. I, there must be 300 tomatoes yeah. on my plant yeah. right now. I mean, that's just thing. It's just hanging full. Uh, Campbell Road finally got that flamethrower red bud that my wife's been wanting. Oh and yeah, I, yeah. Doctor Jenny Warner developed that. And I got beautiful. one. Of, I got one of those, and I found out. I had uh, a couple. Here's a suggestion about the tree. Uh, check with your men's group at your church and see if they would get together and come and cut it for you, because they did that for me. Yeah. Um, but when they did, they put the fertilizer in a wagon. And it rained on it. And when I drained it, I, th- I made a mistake of using the water. And I over-fertilized a bunch of Yeah, it of has a plant. lot of nitrogen in it, yeah. that sawdust. I killed uh, my viburnum and a couple of uh, other plants. That's that, a good point because uh, it, don't it is use rich water <laughs> Unless you're going to water it down. And don't use it as a mulch. Right. Until it's uh, seasoned. But in I either guess. case, it's uh, I, I, I over-fertilized, and you can actually kill something over-fertilized. That so. uh, red bud needs uh, plenty of sun to get those beautiful colors. I've got it in the middle of my front yard. There, it, there my is, wife wanted it in full display. There is one outside of the wall at the governor's mansion on the Person Street side, the, the north uh, side of the wall on Person Street. There's a uh, flamethrower. I don't know where my wife saw it, but she loved it, and we've been waiting for they are Campbell Road to have one in stock, and they finally got one in stock for us. So. Steve, thank you for everything. Oh, well, you guys are so wonderful. It's, well, we, we love you. This is you. one of the best shows to listen to on Saturday morning. And see, you're a part of it. Well. Well, all I, our listeners are. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame that people don't call in more. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, dead, not dead space, but where you guys have to do a lot of talking with no questions. And it's a shame that there's well, not people Well, people are not awake. There. <laughs> I, I'm serious. People don't get up as early as they used to. But right now is the perfect time if you're going to move daylilies to right. move your daylilies. All right. We'll be back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at WPTF, and Monica is handing out Ooh. sweets from the, the cookie people here. Now, they're they're down in building number one. Oh, they're in a tent. Oh, they're in the tent. That's right. There's a tent at the end of, of uh, building. Is that one? Or they are. They're daily. It's like Andy Griffith show. You get cell one and two. 
I get them mixed up. So, I, so down near where the produce is, there's the yeah. white tin out at the end, and the cookie people are in there, and they do such a awesome job. Um, they do all kinds of cookies. Hooks um, is already eaten. I know, yeah. right? Oh. You'll save one for your daddy. Ooh. And these are fresh or baked. For your child. Um, I think they made them fresh this morning, and nothing better than those cookies that they make. Yeah, that's all we need is ho- listen to Hooks uh, smacking over here. <laughs> so good. They are so good. Yeah. So, so what shot are you eating, Chris? For you, it's the they're both the same. It's the. But I mean, actually, what no, kind? they're not the same. They're what different. What kind are they? This is the um, pumpkin, pumpkin, chocolate chip, walnut, cranberry, oh, cranberry. Everything pumpkin. Yes. And then we haven't even talked. Monica, you've been so busy. Would you talk to us about what's here, including the pumpkins? Exactly. Um, pumpkins, pumpkins, and more pumpkins. Um, when you come down to the, the other end where the produce is located, if you walk down to the other end, it's just a sea of orange. Well, not just orange because pumpkins aren't just orange anymore. There's a lot of different colors. So um, all sizes of pumpkins and just stacks and stacks, hundreds. Right. <laughs> he, right. he said people come in from this way. And he the uh, the north side and and uh, he didn't want them people looking at the back of his head. There you uh, go. If you're a former cop like I was, you don't want that. There you go. Well, the thing about it here is you kind of have them coming at you from every direction. I uh, guess, correct. In a roundabout way. So, um, but I'm looking at them right now, and yeah. they are beautiful. Well, I'm glad glad you know how they look to you, Rufus. <laughs> I saw him once, <laughs> twice, That's all you need. three times a loser. <laughs> How they look to you, Gerald? I can't see anybody. <laughs> my, my neck won't turn around like that. I, oh, well. But what else? You got any butter beans? That's something we were discussing, What uh, what's left for the year. Yeah. You have butter beans and peas? There are still Good. some coming in right now. And green beans. Um, I even had one of our vendors this week selling green beans by the bushel. So if you're doing some last-minute canning, getting ready for the winter, um, you can definitely come out and get what you need, even some sweet corn. I would say probably one of the last um, rounds of sweet corn. Um, Our farmers are definitely diligent in planting crop after crop so they can extend their seasons as long as they can until we do start getting those first frosts and hard freezes that kind of finish off our summer production. But right now there's still a great selection of tomatoes, um, eggplant, peppers, and when we talk about peppers, I'm talking every kind you can imagine, from the sweetest to the hottest. They have them all. And um, some of them, I, at one time, they were even having folks um, sign a waiver before they were able to, to purchase them, make sure that they were aware. Uh, yes, and that they were um, old enough to understand and realize the repercussions, I guess, if they bought some of the really hot peppers. I think they had some kids one time that had bought some and had a little a dare with each other so um they they have those really really hot um the ghost peppers and carolina reapers and so um that's what you're into they can fix you right up and of course we do still have a few watermelons and cantaloupes hanging on apples of every variety you can imagine i always say if you like it sweet or you like it tart they have a taste of to fit your taste buds um as whatever kind of taste that you might like with your apples and if you're making pies or cakes or maybe cobblers um, maybe you want to can some they can tell you what varieties are best to do all those things and we do also still have um, a good selection of other plants here such as your shrubbery 
fruit trees. Um, we have some herbs. We have perennials. We have just a beautiful selection of different types of shrubbery and houseplants. Pansies. Oh, there's some beautiful pansies. I don't know if you've had a chance to see those, but um, they're down through um, this area down here. There's a couple different folks with pansies, and they're just smiling at you. That's what I like about pansies. They have their little faces, and in the wintertime, they kind of make it not so gloomy when you have those planted all around. They're finicky, though. Well, are they, Gerald? As long as you don't have any deer close by, uh, they're uh, – the biggest thing with them is to make sure you got them planted somewhere they'll drain good because they yeah. can't. They got shallow roots, and if those roots stay wet, they'll they'll not be happy. That's but right. They're they great to have, and, and you know it's uh, probably a good time now to plant. Oh yeah, pansies. now's the time. Now's As the time. Uh, Monica was saying, I, 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 I saw uh, my favorite plant, camellias, down there, yes. and a good time to get them because you can see where the sasanquas are now blooming. Yes, they are. And you know what color you're getting. You know you can get any size. Now, Gerald, I've, I have, you, you mentioned a moment ago about a camellia that was a certain size. Uh, mine seem to always, if they say they're going to be three feet tall, they grow about six. So well, how's a good way to, to really find out how tall a camellia is going to be? Well, part, part of the problem is, Many of the new introductions in plants over the last 15 years has been to get a shorter, smaller version because everybody's yards got smaller. You don't have as much room now. So a lot of the crossing with plants is to get one that's smaller. Well, you know, they don't know <laughs> sometimes. They, they, they didn't get the memo, did they? They right. I mean, so they think it's going to be four foot, and it turns out some places it may be seven foot. So you, if, if you're buying something that's a smaller version – of what traditionally it has been, there's it's it's probably going to be close, but you have to be prepared because I will never forget when the limelight hydrangea came out. It's supposed to be four foot tall. Well, it'll get, get fourteen foot tall. Oh my gosh! And then yeah. they came out with little limelight, which is supposed to be four foot tall, and it gets about six or eight. Right. And now they have Bobo, which is baby <laughs> limelight, and lo and behold, it stays pretty close to four foot tall. So it, it finally, they finally got it right. They got it right, but you know, on, on your larger plants, some of your sasanquas that get 12, 16, 20 foot tall. That's that's usually pretty close on to the money, and that's also figuring in that you occasionally are doing a little pruning on it so it will thicken up. I mean, you plant one and never prune it. It's obviously going to probably get a little taller than what the tag said. But for these things that are smaller than what traditionally the plant runs. You, you have to kind of be a little loose yeah. to, <laughs> to that because yeah. you, you, it's it, usually, if anything, they may be a little bigger. Never are they going to be a little smaller unless you're just doing a poor job. Now I've got an uh, apple blossom that's got to at least be 20 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's I, a popular. Yeah, that's an old, old variety. But yeah. there, fortunately, are a lot more newer varieties that stay, you know, under 8 foot or under 6 foot. Where you know many of the older varieties, as you say, get you know 20 foot plus uh, tall on there. So there are some options out there, and don't don't be hesitant to give them a try, but just know they could be a foot or two off. <laughs> Monica, what else we got uh, under the farmers' buildings? Anything or? Um, of course, we have um, some of our baked good folks that are spread all throughout the farmers' area. We have some folks with different meats available. And mushrooms. I saw the mushroom folks moving in down there this morning. And if you've never checked them out, they have all different varieties. 
And we also have those microgreens, um, which are up-and-coming, very popular. Is that little teeny greens that grow under eight feet? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Under an inch. (laughs) Yeah, little tiny ones, little seedlings, basically. You wouldn't have to put as much fat back in in a mess of turnip salad. That's right. Of uh, microgreens. Okay. That's right. And, um, of course, we have our beekeeper um, down there that has a large variety of honey, and some of our other vendors have some local honey as well. We enjoyed talking to the beekeeper. Yes. We all had the, the last time we were out here. Uh, she was very informative. Yes, they all do a great job. And um, we have, you know, some the folks with the local honey here all the time year-round. And we have fresh salsa um, that um, is made from fresh fruits and vegetables. I say fruits because sometimes they add a little bit of fruit into some of their salsa. And they also have um, various different canned products as well. We have our cut flowers, beautiful dahlias. Oh, I saw some down there the other day that are just absolutely beautiful. I don't know. I would say huge. Just huge. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe not quite dinner plate size, but some of them are really big. And um, sunflowers and just all kinds of different types of um, decorative, beautiful colors. You have just given me a great idea because there's a certain lady with whom I live Uh that has a birthday tomorrow. Uh, Happy birthday, uh, Linda. Well, I hope she's not listening because I'm going to get her a bouquet of flowers. Uh-oh. <laughs> she said, I say, do you ever listen to the Weekend Gardener? She says, Lord, no, I have to listen to you all the time. <laughs> well, that's all you're getting is a bouquet of flowers? That lady deserves a lot more than that. Well, I'm going to get her a big one. Okay. There you go. Yeah, wow. they're they're really pretty. And, you know, they do weddings. They'll do wedding bouquets and just anything you want if there's a certain type of I've seen some folks bringing some really pretty vases out here just for somebody to make an arrangement in. And so they'll oh, do custom idea. work as well if you need something for a special occasion. And, of course, our um, pastries and cakes and breads and pies, all those guys are here. And um, all throughout the farmer's area, you're just going to find a great selection of all the great things that are grown and raised here in North Carolina. The folks are always out here with the tent to our, uh, to our right over here toward the wholesale area. What are they selling? Well, they have a large selection of different types of oriental vegetables, and um, they have a huge following. They have seems folks, to be very popular. They do. They have folks that are usually out here waiting for them when they arrive, and they get here really early in the morning. They're usually out here about 5, 5.30 in the morning, and they have folks waiting. And um, Good for them. I see somebody yes. right now holding a big bundle of Asian eggplant, long, green, slender mm-hmm. eggplant. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of really unique products, and they do a great job. Yeah, and that's uh, this stuff's good for you, too. They do. Uh, and what about the uh, the market shops and all the other things out here? Yes, yeah, so be sure to stop by there. You know, those fresh-squeezed oranges and lemonades are always a, a treat. Um, we have North Carolina wines in there. You might could grab a bottle of that wine to go with those flowers, Rufus. Not while we're on yeah. there. Plus <laughs> that open and... and well, he would take that for his wife okay, for, well. for a birthday or something. Um, and there's all kinds of um, canned products in there, jams and jellies, barbecue sauces, every type of barbecue sauce you can imagine. I believe we might have it. Um, again, there's meats and cheeses, all kinds of different um, dairy products in there. And also we have those folks. Um, I know Rufus likes to go down there and shop with them with their body, the Bath and Body products um, that are made oh, all yeah. natural. Um, that they have there. Three, two, one coffees, another place you've got to stop by and uh, support those guys um, with, with what they're doing. And the market grills right across there. Well, we just had a man from Supersod who said he liked the Rufus dog. The Rufus dog, yes. Well, good for him. Yeah. 
wonder who that's named for. Judson, huh? Judson, yeah. Uh Yes. They're awesome. They're delicious, and they have wonderful hamburgers. If you've never tried their hamburgers, they're very good. Meticulous. They are. They have to make everything just right. And they they want it to be good and look good. It's artistic to watch them. (laughs) What about where I used to get uh, my no-sugar-added preserves and jams for Linda? What, what What is going in there? We're not sure yet. Um, they are just finishing getting that space vacated, um, and we're going to do a little bit of um, checking on kind of, we got a lot of different interests, and so we're going through the list and trying to figure out what the best fit will be and get some different proposals. Well, will there be another place where, where you can get no sugar added for people like me with diabetes? And Well, I'm thinking one of the other vendors in there is probably, if they don't already, they're probably going to take on having some of those same products that were really popular with the berry patch you need to do some lobbying in there yes i do yes and i haven't had a chance to ask around if anybody else in there was going to have those same ones but when i find out i'll definitely let you know thank you yes and um you know those cinnamon breads i know we're talking about going from sugar to a lot of sugar or no sugar to a lot of sugar but those cinnamon breads in there are awesome. If you've never had those, you walk in there and they're freshly baked and you just yeah. smell them all over the building. And bed. you don't need the icing. Some of them, I think they occasionally put icing on them. Yes. You don't need that. That's it's right. Just, it's, it's That's right. And they have all different um, types. of. They have cheese bread, sourdough bread, sunflower bread, raisin bread. My guys roll back in your head. Yes. They That's have so ice cream. And, oh, my gracious, the list goes on and on of all the great things you can find in there. Um, we have the old-fashioned candies and the old-fashioned bottled drinks. And, um, of course, there's fresh seafood in there as well that's coming in weekly from the North Carolina coast. It's just like an old-fashioned store with so much more. Good old um, country store. Yes, yes. that and, you can uh, find. Farmer's Market Restaurant. Uh, we're receiving some, some biscuits from them this morning. Yes, I was over picking up everything, and I'll tell you, they were busy in that kitchen. They had... All the ham laid out on the grill, cooking all that good country ham and um, making those biscuits from scratch. And just a great place to to stop and have breakfast or lunch. I know with the state fair coming up, um, some folks like to stop by here and maybe have a meal before they head out to the fair. And yes, indeed. Definitely a perfect place to do so. And while I'm talking about the fair, um, over here where we're at, um, here at the event center, we have advanced fair tickets sales going on and they'll be here through thursday and they're here from 9 a.m to 5 p.m every day so every day every okay. day and um they're if you're going to the fair i would say you're going to save a whole lot of money especially if you do a lot of ride tickets if you can come out and buy those in advance um, and again they're located at the event center area um, just kind of right across from the pumpkins um, between the pumpkins and the seafood restaurant area that's where you'll find them well, that's a, that's a great convenience, uh, especially to be able to buy them early. And the, the event center is kind of like a patio on one side and a bathroom on the other side. So it it's, is. It's a great, it's a it great thing. Uh, I'm, I like the – I'm looking at it right now on your board, Monica. United uh, Carolina Tractor Pool. I love it. Yes. Um, so they have the United Pullers of the Carolinas um, Tractor Pool. It looks like they've got different dates for that. Um, October 14th, 15th, and 16th. And, of course, if you go to their website, you'll be able to see all the details of all the fun things that's happening at the State Fair this yeah. week. And it does kick off <coughs> this Thursday. I know whether you were here or not earlier when I lamented the loss of the, the pig race. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I think we ought to take a poll on that. I, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm sure for the pigs. I want to snout that out. Yes. I'm not sure why he's been there. So I don't that's always been a out fun there forever. Thing. Yeah. Dead gummit. So. Well, the, the man that had him was funnier than the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He knew them all by name. Yeah. And I will say if you go out to the State Fair, be sure to check out the Dorton Arena area. That's one of the areas that we're in a lot. Um, that we are actually um, have a huge exhibit in there. Um, it's the Got to Be in C Pavilion. And there's a lot of different food products in there that you can sample and purchase and take home with you. And just a lot of, own ex- lot of things on exhibit in there. We do a big display. There's cooking shows in there. And um, check those guys out. And just um, right behind the Dorton Arena next to Hillsborough Street is the Field of Dreams exhibit, which is another one we're part of. So if you've got kids, or even if you don't have kids, stop by there. Um, it's a really neat garden display where you can walk through and see all different products growing. And the kids get a little basket. Um, you can go through and pretend to harvest products, and you take them up to the little market booth there and uh, turn your basket of produce in, and they give you some money where you can go into their store and, and get a little goodie bag. And um, it's really a very educational and fun event to go through. And we're in charge of fixing up that little produce stand that's there. It's like a little farmer's market. So um, a lot of fun stuff at the fair. Um, it's always a great place to go and, and enjoy. And, you know, again, we're so convenient to the fairgrounds that if you're making a, a, a trip up this way, you can make a day of it for sure at the fair and, and maybe stop by and see us while you're in route as well. Rufus, I just got a uh, something on Facebook that said, uh, hey, Rufus, I'm going to, this is Stan, says, I'm going to Goldston today to their festival, and I saw a restaurant there that was that has a Rufus burger. That's Rufus. Ah, uh, we had it. That's Rufus's restaurant, yeah. Uh, is that named after you? Well, I, well, of course I can't. It is. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and claim that. <laughs> well, we Phil Campbell and uh, and Rufus and I had had lunch over there when we were at uh, Camco uh, Nursery and Landscape Supply Place uh, just west of Pittsburgh. We did a remote out there a couple weeks ago. We we had us a burger. Was it, it up to standards, Rufus? It, it was. was it certainly was. Yeah, and nice people in there. It's a real throwback. Uh, yeah, Goldston is. Uh, I left. I left him an I'm for Rufus sticker. I don't know what they did with it. <laughs> yeah, those little girls look kind of perplexed. Yeah, they said, "What's it? Who is this Rufus deal?" <laughs> well, they ought to know. They work for him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, Stan. It was named after Rufus. How could it not be? Yeah. But there was no Rufus bur- uh, hot dog. There. Well, I guess uh, that's copyrighted, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Well, I get a hot dog named after me. Phil, Phil has got Rufus Way, and they've got a drink over there at the Raleigh City Club called the Rufus Manhattan. Now, I don't fool with that stuff, so I don't know what it is. I don't either. What's a Manhattan? Gerald, do you know? Yeah, Gerald, tell us what a Manhattan is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a refreshment beverage. <laughs> okay. Monica, you know what a... a she didn't know either. I, I, don't, I don't know what's in. That sounds like a whiskey drink to me. Possibly. You're about right. Yeah. That's not vodka. That's whiskey. And it, it's and it's smoke infused, cigar infused. They they do it some way. Uh, 
I, I will admit well, I've, would, I've had it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't believe I'd. Uh, that would not be my first choice if it was cigar infused. They only use the best. I don't care what the best cigar is. They don't smell that great. I don't want to taste it. Oh my lord! You're like Linda. She said, "You and Jasper get outside now." <laughs> And Jasper says, yes, sir, I'm going right with him. Uh, All right. I, I may just settle for one of the gourmet lemonades over at the... Yeah, the yeah, that's good for me, too. <laughs> we um, missed Karen somehow. Karen, call back. More, of the news, uh, more on the news, more of the weekend gardener coming up. We just have one hour left. Is that right? Good yeah, Lord. It's 9.59. Ooh, what's one all the time? We look, we're looking talking. for Big John we're to visit with us. I'll keep Big John away. Hey. 